Aloha and welcome to our Undoing Radio. I am your host, Jeremy Vaney, and this week we have a very special guest. He is the host and programmer of First Voices Radio, which can be heard uh, on WBAI in New York, WIOX, also in New York in the Catskills, KBOO Community Radio in Portland, Oregon, WIOF Woodstock, Woodstock 104 FM. Joke is in Ghost Horse. He joined us last season, and he is back this season. And this is a three-parter. The first two episodes uh, will play back-to-back this week and next week. And uh, they will be in the vein of the Lessons with Nature Pathless Path at OurUndoing.com. And then the third is actually so good that I'm going to make it the season finale. So you'll, you'll be hearing that in a number of weeks. And that is uh, on prophecy. And um, it'd be the pathless path of dispatches from deep listening. Something he says about prophecy, uh, I pick up on later and it becomes its own conversation. So look forward to that at the end of the season. This week's show is pretty much a monologue, just about a monologue uh, from Teokasin. And the next week's show will be more of a dialogue between the two of us. And then, as I said, the uh, the third one will be in a number of weeks. So, it gets so heavy, this conversation, this conversation about the COVID virus, the, the meaning of it, the depths of the meaning of it, and the multifaceted aliveness of it, the unexpected intelligence of it, unexpected by Western people, anyway. Not so unexpected by the Lakota. So we're going to get the Lakota perspective, Teokasin's perspective. We're going to get some perspective on this COVID virus. And uh, it gets deep. So let's start out light with something I would normally edit out of a show like this. A little bit of a humorous intro. Little known fact about Teokasin is he has a sense of humor. (laughs) So enjoy that in... uh, about one second. And we are recording. Yeah, whatever you do, speak English. <laughs> I'll give it my best. Um, okay. <laughs> well. <laughs> That's deep. Okay. <laughs> I guess I'll do an intro separately. <laughs> uh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, <laughs> we're already speaking with them. Teokas and Ghost Horse, welcome back to our Undoing Radio. Oh, yeah. Okay, this is the part where I said hello. Thank you for bringing me back. <laughs> yes. Um, I don't know why you're thanking me. Um, we have no idea that this is going to go well. It will go well, okay. regardless. Excellent. Um, so I wanted to, you know, just start wherever we start here and see where it goes. Um, talking about the COVID-19 virus as a way uh, of communicating something with us. Um, nature's way, Mother Earth's way of communicating something. Um, you and I have talked about it a bit privately, and I thought you had um, a great take on it, if that's the right terminology. So why don't you tell us what you make of the COVID-19 virus? 
Yeah, first of all, I don't want to put it into that scientific word COVID-19 as if there's going to be a 2021 Generation Z, Generation Zoomers, you know, baby Zoomers. Right. That whole idea that things, you know, are phases are phases and uh, fads and uh, of the U.S. culture. This came out of its own uh, Mother Earth uh, starting to balance, rebalance, because it's uh, many of you, those of us that who know, again, as an indigenous person, I don't mean to be a chosen one or a mystery or a shaman or know-it-all healer or anything like that. But those of us who know the the history of Native people in in the Americas, in North and South, the continents North and South, the Western Hemisphere, basically um, Amaruka. And uh, what we're saying is that, yeah, it is in our prophecies, but who in the hell is going to believe us? You know, because... We're relegated already to primitive, superstitious, you know, harbingers of death and doom, gloom and doom. And if we don't act one way, then we're going to be punished for speaking the way we do. Yet when I, when I do take, speak to people who are not right-angled, I would say not normal, as there are no right angles in nature, then... I can speak freely um, knowing that uh, from the languages of the indigenous folks, we are the least away from judgment. And so I'm going to speak about this coronavirus, this crown, um, understanding that because of the prophecies, especially the Maya, that this 12-year period of, of cleansing, um, the, the Hopi call it something else, and Pahana, the Lakota call it uh, something else, the Cree, a lot of Native peoples, uh, you know, the Wendigo, this uh, black snake in a sense of thinking that began to wiggle in 1492, took this long. And then finally in 1992, when our celebration of 500 years to survive what came as the virus really came with an attitude of ownership conquering and too much science in that way, um, where science really came completely without soul and spirit. So, so when we think about how, how the prophecies are for us as Native people, we look at the present prophecies. We don't look back to what we prophesied. We look at the continuum of the prophecy because it's always changing and this this. This history of our prophecy says that we don't have punitive results or, you know, consequences because our prophecies aren't for punishment. They're more for awareness. And when that awareness comes, then all thinking from the Western world ceases um, to reason, uh, reason or rationalize everything and put it back in a box, make it, make it packageable. So it can take it apart. Then we have explanation that we we have an enemy, common enemy. And now we're going to go after it and conquer it. It's the same cookie cutter mentality, and without ever really, and we'll, we'll say things like, "Oh, there are a few of us who are paying attention to the earth." But when you see it, is it really the system is kind of like on its last legs? We can say that, but is there something really more? 
optimistic about the earth first rather than the humans aspect of our perspective of trying to understand something very symbiotic with natural law. And those languages that I talk about that come in the prophecies, form of prophecies with native people, indigenous peoples, having to do with the balance and understanding the cleansing process all the time that earth has always given to us. Um, and to understand that the awareness, the, the languages of awareness, of consciousness, and if we lose these languages of awareness and consciousnesses, then we won't understand, we won't respect uh, corona, this coronavirus, as, as, as another form of intelligence. And, and what it's doing now, it's starting the, the evolution or the, or the uh, I don't know, how do you say it, the, the process of cleansing so from 2012 until 2025, these 13 years or so, is actually that process. We are in the middle. It gave us time to prepare. You could see people starting to get sick. And now we're sort of in that, but there are going to be some more because Mother Earth needs aware people. She doesn't need someone to tether themselves to material thinking and yet the hoarding and you know, that things are going to be normal or right-angled so that we can be controlled. So you see the system reaching for scientific solutions and yet keeping people in the terminology of prison to disempower us is what is going on. So when we talk about the coronavirus, we as indigenous folks, no matter where I've been or where I've talked to, they talked about it as a being. And this being came with intelligence and this being came of one as many, many viruses um, on planet Earth, right? There's so many viruses on planet Earth than there are the stars in a known universe. So we're only dealing with a few here, but even that one or two or three throughout time um, has not affected the same people the same way because there was ways to... to um, Honor it, if that what if we can go there. Um, you have to remember, I'm speaking a lacking language, so it's always going to be the way I say things will be kind of outrageous or probably can be understood in the conceptual, um, you know, um, data that were programmed in the language of English. So when I'm thinking about how do we honor this, is all across this. United States, as I've seen how we have um, become more aware, it's the same way we've reacted to many things. Um, so it started with children in, in North America. It's children, actually, because they are closest to understanding what this is intuition, intuitively. They begin to dance. And this dancing is medicine. And this dance is a paying honor too because we have honor dances for beings uh, we, if you can call it living or dead we have dances that honor medicine to bring medicine so coronavirus is a medicine of the spirit if not of the body second right so if we are approaching um, this coronavirus with with war mentality then it's, it's going to fight and get bigger 
and we'll never figure it out. We'll always be in fear and terror. And you know, in ter- ter- terror and fear, we don't think, we can't, we can't even begin to feel because we're only in a state of shock and awe and it's 9-11 all over again. So no one's going to think we're just going to rally the troops. They're going to come through the good old human spirit. We're going to fly that flag over and nothing's ever going to really change, at least for those people who stay with that. Even the right and the left politically will be able to or could not be able to see the truer meaning of what this virus is all about. The great cleansing and the rebalancing that Earth had goes through. Every few thousand years, she has to do this. Um, and I think we have to understand that humans do not have the ability to kill the earth. We only, as my uncle would say, only have that, we only have the ability to kill our, 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 our ways of living with earth. But we all say that we have become the masters at survival because we've, we've been through this before. And most of these viruses that have visited us happened to start after 1492. And a lot of those viruses have to hang around to understand um, how, we, how our attitudes, how our behavior has transformed us. And so this transforming after 1492 to 1992 is 2000. And 10, 2012, 20 years later, the gestation period for Native people was 1992. After 500 years of prophecy saying that we would wake up in 1992, our our, our 500 years of suffering has finished. So our eyes, we're no longer crying. We're not mist. Our eyes are not full of mist of tears. So we've cleared up and we, we begin to rebirth ourselves 20 years, 30 years ago. And here we are in 2020. So we're we're basically 30 years old in this, um, and and this is the mature time for us. To, how are we going to react as as fear? Or are we going to react with? We need, need to understand before we know. We understand the the earth that brought this virus. There's no such thing as conspiracy theory because in the old people that I've talked about, they always talk about Corona as a being and as a being of intelligence. And look what it did. Look what it's doing right now. It doesn't intend terror. It doesn't intend fear. It intends balance. And that neither is uh, causal as, as if, you know, cause and effect it is intelligence and intelligence in the i, I think in the, in the etymology of intelligence means between the lines so no one sees between the lines but intelligence does and this is where the coronavirus has prepared itself for those who are ready for it because many as you know have not prepared themselves for these things because we've lost contact we've lost the word which has been cheapened now connection with the earth because we don't know how to relate to earth we've only rationalized earth as something to conquer and own and and continually want others to be as wrong as we are and saying well all peoples do this all all humans through life and that's the 
the wrong type of attitude to have that all humans behave the same. It's not true because you see through uh, the natural law that all species of life do not behave the same. You know, we all see the sun, we all react that way, we all need water, we all react that, react that way, but we grow and learn differently. And this is what we're saying. Some, some uh, civilizations have stunted their spiritual growth and gone into the, the reaction of good and evil, the, the duality, and uh, very little um, of those folks who are not into the duality have actually evolved and I don't like that word, but have recognized a continuum of awareness where we are all the time and have been, been changing with it and adapting with this intelligence rather than, oh, something's got to change and we're going to change it because we have power as humans. And yet that power is always about changing the earth, right? To control the earth, to fight the earth and make earth our enemy continuously. Because that's how peace and war are with that that way of thinking. So that's just a little rant from me, Jeremy, so far. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, well, to say that it happens every few thousand years, though, that does sort of say that um, that we're at a similar impasse every few thousand years, or that there's some part of humanity that is younger, more arrogant, more whatever it is, whatever the, the imbalance is, that needs to be put back into balance. Um, so is, are you saying that there is a continuum that way, that that whoever gets it, uh, where do they go? <laughs> what, what do they become? And then does something else come along that fills our role as the, uh, yeah. the, the, the person who needs to learn? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot um, I heard out there and read, and you know I could roll my eyes or just completely not read it. But I, I tend to read through things and see what people are guessing in a sense, and as much as anybody else. So anything from <laughs> it's a it's a foreign body come here, and uh, so I take it to where well you know if it is an alien thing. Um, why would it? Why would intelligent life come back as a humanoid thing? Wouldn't it come back to something uh, that's not so uh, ignorant as human beings? Wouldn't it come back as something like a virus? Wouldn't it come here and to change things because they see this crazy species called human uh, not maturing fast enough to learn how to live with the earth? They still live want to live on the earth. And keep destroying it and taking it as if ownership was how everybody acted. So to come here without ownership as this intelligent life is um, with consciousness, it has to take down what is destroying it. And behind that, what is destroying it is the people who think that way. You see, Um, I don't know how else to say it, but that thinking has to change. The programming is changing already. And even though, you know, we'll say, well, we're going to have a month or two of it here and there, and and then we'll keep track of it, we'll keep score, and and then we're going to win. And yet that's not what it's about. 
It's by it's about including the virus into our daily lives, including it. So we're not afraid because it's definitely not afraid of you. So why are we afraid of something? Mm. Right. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's like, oh, yeah, we have virus. We're carrying viruses within us. Are, are we respecting that? You know, um, so I think it's more or less it's coming to monitor, if I could say this, um, our behavior. How well have we matured, um, I would say, I don't know, spiritually or consciously? Because that that virus is not here with a conscience. It's here being aware, conscious. And that's like the earth. Earth is a conscious being. It's not being conscious about Right or wrong, because right and that's wrong. It sounds like binary thinking. So are we thinking multidimensional along with the many other intelligences are here? And again, I will say that there are people out there who feel this who, without having to apply knowledge and information to it, because that's the Western way of doing things, that the understanding is also leading to the wisdom of this intelligence, yeah, between the lines, thinking, and that's what understanding and wisdom are. But when you have knowledge and information, that changes all the time. You're seeing, oh, that's a graded subject. That's something we grade to a lot over people. I have more knowledge than you, and our science says this, and you know, and everything has changed again. Even once they finish saying that statement, something else has changed. So it's the illusion that it keeps going. Convincing those who are technical, scientific, I think there's too much science applied to it without feeling the corona. They, they see the, the body numbers piling up. Um, they see, you know, how it's being transmitted. And that, that's nice. It's nice. But what, who is thinking post-corona? Who is thinking post-virus? Well, I will go back to native people would have been living through a post viral infection that came in 1492. The way to treat the planet was not very good at all to destroy. And then to rationalize behind that monotheism was the only way. I mean, I could see the smirks on those peoples who have been programmed for so long, 300 generations before y'all got here. Right. And then when I speak this way as a native people, the native person that I am, then I then they say, well, you're angry. You hurt. You you are you hate white people. And it's not about hatred. It's the behavior behind it. it's the window. It's the washichu. It's that's where we're looking. The behavior has to change. And that earth. Um, wow. Earth. Earth is organizing us. You see. And. Organize Earth. That's that's the the big vanity that we carry as humans with industrial minds, and that we can change and make big dams. And yeah, like so, Earth is like, oh yeah, nice. Playtime's over. Right. And now, here's the here's the reality that you think you've created with your glass house mentality. 